Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female, you may ask? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She constantly strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony, but knows that it requires being true to your priorities and what makes you happy. She is never complacent about striving for better and always nurtures the relationships with the people in her life. So let's get started. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, episode 56. All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. Today on the show, we're talking to Amber Eve. Amber is an alternative and artistic nude model and online entrepreneur. She's a husky dog mom, an adventurer and traveler. She's a 12 times blood donor, a health and fitness lover, a car enthusiast, and adrenaline junkie. Lastly, and most importantly, she's determined to become successful and change her life, and she's as ambitious as they ever come. So Amber's been a longtime listener of the podcast, and I really wanted to get her on the show so she can share how she's adopted some of these tips and tricks into her life. So welcome to the show, Amber. Hi. I'm so excited to have you. So we've been social media friends for a while, and when you first discovered the podcast and my definition of an alpha female, what did you think of it, and how are you one? Uh, When I first discovered it, I was like, I want to be an alpha female. Like, that girl (laughs) is, like, powerful, and she, like, makes her life exactly what she wants it to be. Mm -hmm. And... I'm not exactly one yet. I still call myself like an alpha in the making. Um, (laughs) I believe like my life experiences, like being on my own since I was 17, paying myself through college while working a full-time job and volunteering at the same time, all these things have allowed me to adult (laughs) very goodly. That's what I would (laughs) (laughs) And made me a strong individual today. Um, Combined with my personality and who I am is made me like more resilient and I've been able to persevere through tough times such as like losing my mom and being kicked out and all these not so good events. Um, so I'm not alpha female yet, but I'm like, I, w- I believe that I went from a reckless female into an alpha female. Cause before I discovered that I want to have a stable life, I was very like roller coaster. Like, I'd have really good points, really low points. I would date bad boys. I would travel everywhere with not much money and not much direction. I didn't know where I was going. And now I'm taking control of my life and I'm like mapping it out into exactly where I want to go and who I want to be. I love that. I love that you say you're an alpha female in the making because that's the other thing is um, we always talk on the show about like, it's not destination. It's about the journey. And I think all of us, even if we, uh, you know, proudly yell from the rooftop that we're alpha females, we're still creating our lives and always optimizing it and making it what we want to be. So I love that you've recognized that you're no longer a reckless female, but uh, truly owning your ambition and assertiveness. So I love that about you. Thank you. So the, the show is about finding what 
work-life harmony is for everyone. So share with us what does your work-life harmony look like right now? Right now, it's actually pretty stable. I work at home doing my online entertainment job and I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I used to not have such a work-life harmony type of life. I was working crazy hours and jobs I did not like. At one point, I had three jobs. I worked in a factory, a farm, and another factory, and it was about 16 to 18 hour shifts a day. And I got really sick after this. I did this for about three months straight because I was so ambitious to get out of debt, but I was making myself sick at the same time. I got um, burnout and mono at the same time. So I wasn't able to work for about a month last year, and it really made me down and depressed. And I couldn't, like, I didn't understand why this happened or how this happened. Um, so at that point in time, I decided to change my life. This wasn't working for me anymore. And now I'm working in a job that I really love. I'm able to be myself 100%. And I make my own hours. I do what's good for me. I balance out fitness. And like I do fitness when I first wake up. I have a healthy food, <laughs> healthy uh, eating life lifestyle, I guess you could call it. Yeah. And I create my own hours. So it's really... Uh, a lot less stress, not so much physical work anymore. Mm-hmm. I also once got kicked by a cow in my farm job and okay. ran my chest. <laughs> and that scared me. So at that yeah. point, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And I'm sure that there was, um, although like this is what we hear when people are in jobs that one, take up a huge amount of our time because uh, we're being paid for our time and we're really exchanging yeah. time for money. I'm sure that there was parts of the day that were amazing. But when you look at it from the end, like dedicating so much time where you are not able to one, even rest or even, um, you know, be able to do leisure, which is, uh, I know an important part of your life, especially having dogs and wanting adventure. So being able to set your own schedule, I know is really so important for, uh, for entrepreneurs and even side hustlers who are setting their own schedule outside of full-time work. Yeah, agreed. Um, so what would you say you're most passionate about? Um, I'm really passionate about change. Mm-hmm. It kind of drives me. I really like, I like to analyze myself and see what I can improve and how I can be better. So whether it's changing my eating, changing my fitness, changing uh, a mindset that I have. Sometimes I have mindsets I don't even realize that they're damaging or dangerous for myself. Being a little anxious, that's actually pretty bad for you. So I like aim to change my flaws and I like to also impact people, like help them embrace themselves and, you know, it's okay to be who you are. Uh, Mm -hmm. So beforehand, I didn't really, I was more egotistical. I didn't care too much about having to impact a person. I was just trying to do what was best for me all the time. Mm. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) And what would you say, because it's interesting because part of our definition is an alpha female puts herself first. And I don't know if this is timely, but this morning on my morning intention setting live broadcast, I talked about how I have a different view of evolution of service. And, oh, I'm actually getting excited chatting about this now (laughs) because my evolution of service is I've actually diminished some things that I've done. Like when I launched my book, I had initially said, if my book helps at least one woman heal a broken heart, then it will have meaning. But no, that's not the reason why I wrote the book. The reason why I wrote the book was to impact as many people as possible. Um, And then in the definition specifically, 
really the, you know, an alpha female puts herself first. It's she puts her self-care first. Um, yeah. So it's not that we're being selfish in our actions. So I think that's kind of like the the differentiator that's happening here is that you're sharing that like you actually were very selfish in specific actions, but like, now you are putting a lens of taking care of people. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like beforehand, I would put myself first as in like I was pretty reckless. I didn't care about others' well-beings. I would do stupid things that weren't necessarily like they were dangerous Mm -hmm. because I've a little bit of my history I have a lot of speeding history so I would get I would do dangerous things that are dangerous for other people around me not only myself now I put my health first and I I focus more on my inner being Mm -hmm. and I'm I want to help other people after me but it's two different selfish Mm -hmm. like one's taking care of yourself and one is like pinning other people in danger Mm -hmm. and just trying to feed your ego and be faster. Mm -hmm. So I know like we've all had points of, I call them just like low points or a lot of people call them turning points. So it sounds like being stuck, like bedroom and not being able to work. Was that a moment where a light bulb came on and you said, okay, I, I can do better for myself? Yeah, definitely. I think when I was sick, I was in a really bad relationship too. And he brought me down a lot. And at that point in time, I was like, wow, I have no way here and I have to be my own hero at this point. So in that January, it was actually January of last year since I decided to change my life. I made a 10 point that like how to change my life steps. And I've achieved about half of them now. The bigger ones are more like go back to school and finish my diploma. But that will be in a year or two from now. Mm-hmm. And since like I found that driving force to change my life and really it's in the best thing in my life because I am so different from a year ago Mm -hmm. yeah it's interesting how we all learn resiliency in a different way and I love hearing from other women especially like when they have left a relationship or they're in a relationship that they are not getting any growth out of they just you know like just like enough is enough how can I take better care of myself both mentally and physically yeah, exactly. And when it was that enough is enough point, I was so strong. And I did know where it came from because for five months I had been dating this person and due to peer pressure, I couldn't leave the relationship. Well, I felt like I couldn't leave the relationship. But when I hit that breaking point of like, I need to change my life, it was like everything just fell into place so beautifully. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell us how you take care of yourself from like a nourishment standpoint? Um, I'm a vegetarian. I believe that being a vegetarian is better for my body and my own personal self. I do take vitamins daily and I like to drink uh, smoothies when I wake up and I have a very healthy lifestyle. Like I don't really eat processed foods. I don't go to restaurants much unless I'm getting sushi, which is like a mini obsession of mine. Mm -hmm. So you're pescatarian? Or do you have vegetarian uh, sushi? Vegetarian sushi, yeah. like <laughs> avocado sushi and stuff like this. Gotcha. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> now with, and sorry, with the dogs, are you like constantly active with them? Yeah. yeah, we try to bring them on one hike a week. So about two to three hours, we bring them to a new location to go for a very long hike, and I try to walk them every day. My goal this year is to be actually a better dog mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like whenever, whenever I was concentrating on 
like last year when I was not who I am now, I was very like, I put my dog second to my lifestyle. And I don't think that was very correct because they are my fur babies. So now this year I'm really embracing my puppies and putting their lifestyle first. Mm, I love that. So I'm always, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Before I was like, oh, it's okay. They don't need to go for a walk. They just go outside for a bit. But now I want to like bring them on little adventures and include them on trips more. Mm, I love that. And um, it's funny how like sometimes they're just like there, you know, they're in our home. They're just like, they're, they're part of our lives. But then uh, really like I've started incorporating my puppies into my morning routine. So like when I'm doing my power hour in the morning and working, I'm throwing them, throwing them. That's such a harsh word. I'm throwing them <laughs> in the backyard so that they can, you know, it's their first like outing of the morning, they're getting rambunctious, they're, you know, putting that off. But the minute they come in, they want to cuddle. And that's when I'm actually able to, I've been starting a morning meditation practice, which I've talked about not being able to do like a conscious practice on the podcast before. But I realized that I've got these amazingly cute dogs that just want to cuddle on the couch once they've come in from playing. And I can bring my computer or phone, whichever I'm playing the guided meditation on, and just put that beside me on the couch and sit beside them and meditate. And it's actually like they're causing me to relax and sit back and be calm. So yeah, yeah, before it was like having to constantly play with them or make sure that they're taken care of. And now our routine is a little bit more um, like it includes them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's great. Okay, so... Um, vegetarian. So you do name the diet too. And, um, one thing that I kind of want to talk about, cause I don't think I've had a pure vegetarian on the show. Um, but in terms of taking care of yourself, do you still ensure that you're getting like whole foods in instead of, um, packaged? Because I know ve- vegans and vegetarians can sometimes eat an actual pretty unhealthy meal plan because they're getting a lot of like unhealthy carbs and sugars. Um, I really try to make my own food. So I have like a little plan, like in the mornings, I would have my smoothies, which I use Vega all in one. Mm -hmm. It's a powder and it's it's actually vegan powder, but I'm still a vegetarian because at other people's houses, I don't necessarily eat vegetarian because I like, I show them respect by accepting what they have to feed me. Um, but yeah, I, eat pretty healthy. I don't eat packaged foods rarely. Um, Breakfasts are smoothies, fresh homemade juices, um, oatmeal. Lunches are either homemade soups or homemade salads. Even the salad dressing I make myself. Um, The only unhealthy thing I can say I eat is I use maple syrup, sometimes as sugar. I don't eat sugar at all, Mm -hmm. but... Oh, I replaced with maple syrup. <laughs> oh, I, I came to like a love affair with raw honey and maple syrup because they're, you know, they're coming from a natural source. Uh, yeah, exactly. And if you're getting it from, uh, I know you're in Quebec, so there's probably an abundance of local maple syrup that's actually yeah. quite healthy because it's not being processed. It's not the table syrup that you can get in the grocery store. Yeah, exactly. And we have friends who like, if you buy it in bulk, they give us a discount. So we just <laughs> get a lot. That's awesome. Um, yeah, we're putting maple syrup in our coffee um, every morning or even I'm using it to sweeten mushroom shaga tea. Oh, nice. I've never had that before. It's And so I posted a picture of it on Instagram the other day and someone was like, be honest, it doesn't taste good, does it? I'm like, <laughs> 
<laughs> it's it it is an acquired taste. Like you have to get a little used to it. It's a little earthy. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, I put I've been putting. I ran out of um, almonds, so I can't make homemade almond milk. But I have coconut butter in my pantry, so I've been actually using the coconut butter to sweeten and kind of make the uh, the tea a little creamy. Hmm. Random random information for the day. <laughs> Um, okay. So other than walks with the puppies and hikes, what's your weekly fitness routine like? Um, I jog every morning when I get up. I know like being a treadmill person is not the best kind of fitness, <laughs> but it, I, for me, it wakes me up and it gets me sweaty afterwards. I will do some body weight exercises like squats, planks, push-ups, sit-ups, all these things. I've, I don't go to a gym. So everything I do, I have to rely on my house space or what I have in my house mm-hmm. or my outdoors. And I do karate a few times a week. Mm. Is that which was a big step for me. Is that how you challenge yourself? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I was very scared of karate and I was scared of being new and something involves fighting. Mm. So when I joined karate, I was very anxious and nervous. And it took me about two months to get comfortable. And even now, it's still a challenge for me because I still feel like I'm slow compared to the guys because I'm the only girl in the class and all the guys are super advanced and stronger. And it just kind of like pushes me to, you know, this is okay. I learn at my own pace and I don't need to be anxious about it. Mm, I love it. And it's um, fascinating. I didn't know that this was going to happen, but the episode before you, which hasn't aired at the time of this recording, is yeah. um, Lisa Van Ann. And uh, she's a kickboxer and martial artist. And nice. so it's kind of fascinating. And she comes from a checkered past where she found kickboxing um, right after leaving a very, very toxic relationship. And for her, it's therapy. Like hitting things and kicking things is therapy and getting just trauma out of her body. And we had a fascinating conversation about just like using fitness to just get trauma out of the body. For me and my partner, when we do karate, it helps us calm our inner self because at the end of karate, we have a meditation little moment and it just really helps us feel calmer and if we're both anxious or we're both angry or anything like that. When we go out karate, we're both like, oh, that was amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's fascinating the effects of fitness and happy hormones on our body and just how much they center us and just take away any anxiety or uh, I don't even want to call it anxiety, but you know, just when you're like thoughts are going a mile a minute, it's fascinating yeah. how all of the these movement, whether it's sports, fitness, workouts, whatnot, walking, being in nature, can just pull you right back into the present moment. Yeah, it's really therapeutic. Hmm. Um, okay, are there any other maybe like nutrition tips? I find it fascinating um, that when I get someone on the show that actually like has a label on their eating because it just helps people kind of put things um, in – I don't want to say a box, but it just allows people to kind of just have some constraints that they're like, oh, these are these are things that these people do. So is there anything else that you want to share in terms of nutrition? I think that you have to find what works for you to – like that lines up with your values and your morals and 
that you can do. I think making your fit at home is like the best piece of advice I can give because you know exactly what goes into it. Like, I swear by this. And I have one other piece of advice. Mm. I think it's not really nutrition advice. It's more uh, mentality. But self-love is really important. If you don't love yourself, it's really hard to be okay with life. If that makes even sense. Because I noticed when I was lacking in self-love, I was also very anxious, all over the place. I would get stressed and I would be very insecure too. And the more insecure you are, the more problems you create for yourself. And I'd lose my hair and all these little things went together. And the more I practice self-love, the more I'm healthy eating. And the more I embrace who I am, I'm more calmer with myself and... I'm just stronger and mm. I don't feel sick anymore. Mm. I love that. Yeah. And like <laughs> the question is, how do you nourish yourself? Which is really trying to get food habits out of alpha females. Um, and I used to ask the question, how do you boost your immune system? And um, many have alluded to self-love, but like a flat out, like flat out answer being the way that I take care of my body from boosting my immune system to actually nourishing my mentality is to really focus on self-love and accepting who I am and being that authentic self is really important. So I like that you are bringing that lens to the conversation. Um, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. I think a lot of people don't realize that. It's an obvious thing, but people don't, like especially women, don't focus on this. Mm, yeah, it's true. Okay, so if you've built up any stress throughout the day and you haven't had the chance to go to karate, what do you do to wind down at night? Um, I used to write. I don't write so much anymore. Uh, but what I really like doing, I read self-help books or just advice books before bed. I read a chapter a day now. Mm. The one I'm currently reading is The Mastery of Love. Mm. And it's really good. It opens your eyes. Awesome. But um, that's the main thing I do before bed. That's nice. Yeah. I used to read when I commuted in Toronto and in Ottawa, I can't now that I'm driving everywhere. So I've made, I've made a promise to myself of one chapter a night. And it's, it's funny how fast you can actually go through a book when you do that. Yeah. So as an alpha female, we usually have some sort of pain point that we're problems, problem solving for. What would you say yours is? Uh, I, I struggle with self-credit or feeling like I haven't done enough for the day. Mm. Um, I sometimes keep myself up late past my bedtime because I feel like I haven't achieved enough. And <laughs> I'm like an overachiever, but mm. I don't like to say I am one. Okay. So, so I think it, it's almost sorry. like you're trying, you're trying to do, just do more. Like you're on the do more mentality yeah. wheel. Always. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. It's, uh, it's funny because I, even when I do like my power hours in the morning and if I've assigned three things for the day, usually I do one in the morning, one in my noon hour and one in the evening. And if I do all three in the morning, I'm like, oh, what else can I do? Instead of just being like, okay, like you're good, like calm down, yeah, go and make another like cup of tea or cuddle the puppies uh, or whatnot. I'm just always looking for like what else to do. So um, I'm the same way. Like it's a, it's a, it's, a really productive it's a life day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a life struggle. Um, all right, this leads us to the end of the podcast and my absolute favorite question. So, 
please share with us what do you um, what do you see happiness is? What is your definition? Uh, my definition of happiness, it took me a while to figure out because I used to always be like, happiness is when I achieve this or when I do this. But happiness is actually something you can have right now in this moment. And it's a choice you make inside of you. Other things can add to your happiness, like your puppies or your partner or adventure. But true happiness comes from within. Hmm. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really that- appreciate your time. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Real Plans. If my purpose is to inspire others to be proactive with their health, it will depend on getting you into the kitchen and preparing real food from scratch. I do believe it's possible to eat out or use meal deliveries to stay healthy, but without the inclusion of home cooked meals, I think we're missing key ingredients in our nutrition. So while you can't always cut out the cooking, you can cut out the stress with Real Plans. I've been living the meal planning and Sunday meal prep lifestyle since my days as a fitness competitor in 2009, and when I was diagnosed with MS in 2014, I then launched into further nutritional education and incorporating the Walls Protocol, an autoimmune paleo way of eating into my life. So sometimes I use a pen and paper for meal planning, or I was using a meal planning board, and then I discovered the online platform Real Plans, and I actually screamed with excitement, and I'm serious, I screamed, because I can spend 10 minutes a week creating a meal plan on my desktop. It then generates a grocery list that goes to the free app on my phone, and as I'm shopping, I can check off each item. And as I'm cooking, I can click on recipes and the full recipe will show up. So head on over to bit.ly, so B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash alpha real plans. That's alpha R-E-A-L-P-L-A-N-S to check them out. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. And I would love you to eternity and back if you would be so kind to open your podcast app of choice and leave me a rating and review. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com. That's Robin with a Y, B-A-L-D-W-I-N. And join us next week for another inspiring chat. I hope you have a spectacular day.